This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 74. This is a very special episode. Today, we are blessed to have as our guests a group of amazing healthcare leaders who will share their ahas and transformations as participants in our various coaching programs. Don't miss this. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. This is Tracy. And it's Michelle. Welcome back. Another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. Yes, this is a special one, folks. This is, uh, we did something really different this time. Yeah. And we were really looking forward to this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we knew it'd be fun. And it was. It was a ton <laughs> of fun. It was a ton of fun. We had our very special guests, our core to support group, right? They come from our, they've been through all of our coaching programs and they're just uh, a kindred group of spirits, right? Yes, and, they are. Yeah. yeah. So we came up with this idea of, wow, what if they're all on the podcast together and we made the invitation and they were all very happy to be here with us. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun having them tell their stories and their ahas and their transformations, right, as Mm -hmm. they've moved through the various stages of our coaching programs. And uh, it's just, uh, they're a great group of people and they've come a long way. So we're excited to have them share their stories. Yeah. Yeah. So how about if we introduce them a little bit? Yep, let's share who is on this podcast today. So we're just going to share who they are and where they're from. And uh, we're going to start with Ann Shepard, and she is a System Senior Vice President of Nursing and Clinical Informatics for Common Spirit Health, and that is based in Chicago, Illinois. But as you'll learn, she is from Colorado. That's right. And then our next guest is Roberta Young, and she is the CNO at Lake Region Healthcare in Ferguson Falls, Minnesota, but she lives in North Dakota. (laughs) Yes. There's a pattern here. There is. I'm about to break it. Okay. Uh, Next, one of our guests is Vicki Tiazzi, and she is a nurse, informatician, and researcher at New York Presbyterian Hospital in Manhattan, and she lives in Manhattan. (laughs) And we also have with us Nancy Beal, and Nancy's the president of Beal & Associates, LLC, and she's a PhD student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and she lives just uh, in a suburb of Madison, so she's home too. And it was just such a pleasure to have all of these amazing leaders join us in this podcast, and you get to hear from them. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So without further ado... Let's get to that interview. 
Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us on this very special episode. Yes. Yes. I'm and, Tracy. And I'm Michelle. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to start by having each of you tell our listeners uh, what part of the country you hearken from and what you do for yourself as a busy healthcare leader, some self-care activity you do. And of course, say your name. <laughs> so I'm going to kick it off with Nancy, and then we'll just go around the group. Hi, I'm Nancy Beal. I am from uh, the Midwest. I live just outside of Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, what do I like to do to take care of myself? Uh, I like to bike. I like to hike. That gets a little harder in the wintertime here. So if all else fails, I just make sure I get outside uh, to take a brisk walk. Roberta, how about you? Hi, I'm Roberta Young, and I am from North Dakota. I've lived in the Midwest and currently work in Minnesota. And what I like to do to take care of myself is I start my day with a great cup of coffee. And um, <laughs> I end my day with a nice, quiet cup of tea and in quiet before I go to bed. So those are a couple of things I do. Awesome. Wonderful. And hi there, I'm Vicki Tiazzi, and I'm from New York City, New York. And uh, to take care of myself, I absolutely start my day off with getting outside. Uh, so either heading out for a run or a bike and getting in some fresh air before I start my day. Awesome. Great. Hi there. I, this is Ann Shepard, and uh, I live in a suburb of Denver, Colorado, Aurora, and what I like to do is two things. I, I really enjoy reading. So I like to start my mornings off with reading. But like Vicki, I like to go outside and test the air. No matter what the weather is, I like to smell it. I like to feel it. The Christmas, I just like outside too. Wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah, those are great. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kick off our podcast with you guys by um, starting at a place where we all came together. And that was our work-life balance boot camp for healthcare leaders all the way back in June of 2020 now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Seems like a lifetime ago, does. doesn't it? Yeah. So our first question for you is really what motivated you to jump into a virtual boot camp on work-life balance? And Nancy, let's start with you. Sure. Well, I've made some uh, significant lifestyle changes in the last couple of years. And um, when this opportunity came up, I thought to myself, where else do I need to make changes? What else can I learn? How can I be better? Um, knowing that the changes I've made already have made a difference in my life. And this is Roberta. And one of the things that... Um, what motivated me was I had been off of work for about four months and was two weeks into a new role. And I didn't want to lose some of the balance I had gained by being refreshed about being off for months. So that really intrigued me. And I wanted more tools and strategies and things that I could be more intentional about, about my balance and being a healthier person. Vicki, how about you? Yeah, so I am at a... Uh, career transition point. And it just seemed a, a natural time for me to pause and and think about what 
uh, tools I needed to succeed moving forward. Uh, so it was just the perfect timing for uh, me to get involved with the boot camp. Great. And this is Ann. And, um, you know, I would agree with my colleagues. We, you know, all found ourselves sort of here. But I think I was feeling that you know, the COVID pressure, the changes that we were having to do, making lots of um, long hours and, you know, changing from going to an office to going, working from home meant it was challenging to figure when you weren't on. It felt like we were always working or someone would call you at crazy hours and you felt like you needed to talk to somebody. Um, and so when this opportunity came, I thought, you know what, I really need to sort of take a hold of what is going on because I just felt like I was completely out of sorts and I didn't like the way it was feel I was feeling. Thanks, Anne. Yeah, you were feeling the tension. Yeah, <laughs> feeling right. the tension, as we like to say. <laughs> yeah, thank you all. Um, so in the boot camp, we introduced you to the dynamic balance effect, and then we intentionally grounded the learning that we had together so that you could each create your own work-life balance blueprint around managing that tension between work and home. And so tell our listeners um, how life is different for you now after you've gone through the five-day virtual uh, boot camp and you have your own blueprint. Vicki, let's start with you this time. Yeah, thank you. So to be honest, I wasn't sure that I would see a big difference. I thought, yeah, I've, I figure out the balance and you know, I make sure that I'm organized uh, and have work in order, have home in order, things along those lines. But, you know, since the boot camp, I have a, such a greater awareness and a greater appreciation of where those tensions exist and what I can do to mitigate them. Uh, and I would say, uh, in addition to that, I have a new level of planning to start my week uh, since doing the boot camp, and that has uh, really helped uh, in order to create that balance throughout my week, my day, my month, uh, all of the above. And this is Ann, and uh, I, you know, I would agree with Vicki. I am more aware of, you know, the the process and the map and the boot camp really helped us focus on different components and then pull it all together. And I catch myself in a good way looking at my blueprint saying, okay, so I've done these things. I've looked at these things. Um, so I, I'm more aware as well, but I also feel um, okay if I'm not perfect. It feels like I can be spontaneous. I can you know, not do everything I thought I wanted to do, and it's okay, and I don't feel stress and tension about it. I just feel like, okay, well, I'll catch that up, you know, next week or next time, whatever. So um, uh, I think that was calming, and I like that. I That helped me. You know, I have, you know, a lot of similar thoughts about what's different now. I think what one of the things is being more intentional about recognizing those warning signs and versus I think before I would push through them because that's what we do as leaders. You kind of just, you know, keep pushing on and not paying attention to those inner voices or those 
behaviors that are signaling to you that you're getting out of balance. And it really came real when I, I work away from home during the week. And I found one of my triggers is getting prickly or grumpy or whatever, not nice. And, um, you know, just knowing that that's, that's a warning sign that I've got to make a different change and that I am empowered to do that. Um, and I think that that intentionality is just is heightened by having this plan and keeping working on that blueprint. Awesome. I think I would agree with all of my colleagues. Um, I think one of the things that's different for me is that I actually use quite regularly the blueprint as a visual tool, um, look at it regularly. And, and it's a, again, that um, recognition of, have I done these things today? My action steps. And my gosh, I, my, I have had a lot of headaches in the last couple of days. Why is that? What can I do about that? How do, what do I need to change, right? Um, so I, I think it's that intentionality and awareness um, that we all spoke about um, that is different for me. And having the tools to know now that I'm aware, what do I do about it? Yeah, that's what I love about it too, right? It mm -hmm. just puts it, it puts it in your face. <laughs> I think that's what I like about it, right? Because otherwise, to your point, Roberta, yeah, it's back there, right? Like if you don't have something that's right in front of you that says, oh, this is why this is happening, you can tend to just, like you said, push past it. So I love that about the tool too. But we know <laughs> having a tool is one thing. Uh, implementing it and leveraging it and using it on an ongoing basis is another thing, right? And so one of the things that we talked about was, you know, having the mindset because it is inner work around using the tool. And so we kind of introduced you to um, our accelerator program and how that can help you to develop that mindset that you need to really fully implement the blueprint. And you guys were just so committed to making this tool work for you that you jumped right into that. And so what part of the work-life balance uh, mindset roadmap, um, how, what what was the greatest impact that had on you and implementing the helping you to implement the blueprint? So how did the mindset help you implement the blueprint? And Roberta, let's let's have you speak first. Well, I think embarking on that was probably it felt riskier than the boot camp personally, because you're gonna take we had an opportunity just to go deeper with it and really looking at that it's just not the work, work life, home life kind of balance, but there's more polarities that really feed into that. And we're just digging down to those to the crux of what, um, deeper into what are some of those tensions that we experience and then how to deal with them. Um, I think that really what it helped me do also was kind of re-edit and maybe my first blueprint was a little bit more on the surface, but with the help of the team, you know, not just and Michelle and Tracy, but I think learning together in a group and hearing about other people's experiences helped me kind of go deeper and dare to do that in a pretty compassionate group. Awesome. Nancy? I think for me, again, it's um, really exploring those warning signs and knowing what to do about it, but also it's the story uh, you tell yourself, right? 
and how to really reframe that in a positive direction. And I think um, really learning so much more in a in greater depth about polarities and where they exist and how to manage them, I think really um, was the big takeaway for me. Mm-hmm. Great. One of the areas that I liked um, in the, in particular, in that this, I think it was this week, we did things over week, but I think the thing I liked particularly was around habits and, you know, and I, um, know it takes a long time to build a habit. And I know it takes even longer to break that same habit or different habits. But I think having, um, you know, I've, I write them down and I've known it's not like this is really hard. It is just the determination and the, the fortitude to just do it. So I've written down my goals. I keep track of them now. I've got a little book and I think, you know, it's, just sort of reestablishing some better behaviors to keep me better aligned. That works for me. It might not work for everybody, but it does work for me. Um, and, you know, to limit the number of habits to a manageable number, you don't have to create 300, just two or three that you're going to sort of promise to yourself you're going to look at. And they are simple things like look at your blueprint every week, look, you know, log your exercise if that's what you're going to do or what you do. Um, simple things that, uh, for me anyway, have made a big difference. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, I like the habits piece as well of the mindset roadmap. Uh, But the one uh, I like even uh, better are the stories. So I think, uh, you know, positive thinking and positive self-talk, I feel is so important. And through this mindset roadmap, you know, I, it, it gave me the ability to reframe some of those negative stories uh, and really concentrate on uh, the ones that are going to uh, benefit my work-life balance and to uh, ensure that those uh, negative stories do not creep in. Uh, so I found that part the most useful. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, we... We just love being on this journey with all of you. It's just even <laughs> sitting back and re-listen to some of your key takeaways and what means the most to you is just so valuable. And I think what's so awesome is you all transitioned into our signature program, the Rise of the Resilient Balanced Healthcare Leader Coaching Program. And of course, this was significant because it was really a leap of further commitment to your own work-life balance. Um and also the opportunity to learn all of the elements of the dynamic balance effect. And so we all went on that journey together. And um, in that, of course, we went broad on vision, big vision for um, all of you as leaders. We went deep on purpose and some new skills. Um, each of you had the opportunity to do a 360 assessment uh, on polarities, you know, crux polarities that are impacting your work-life uh, blueprint. And um, finally, at the end, we kind of landed a place where you were able to create your own goal, your own goal plan um, to go forward. So there was a lot to unpack in that coaching program, and you were there with us every step of the way. Um, and uh, we just wanted to um, just have you share, uh, you know, 
What was the greatest takeaway of going through the the coaching program? You know, really going from the boot camp all the way through the coaching program. Vicki, let's start with you. Um, what would you say to that? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, the the coaching program really made a, a big difference. Uh, you know, to me because it it really put it all together. It was such an aha moment. Uh, going through the coaching program, because I knew there was more than just work life balance. And that were more that there were so many more areas that I wanted to explore. And uh, it it really helped me to understand that. And um, also thinking about how to uh, manage the alignment uh, between all the various polarities. Um, And then, then I think the other piece to it is that the ongoing coaching was uh, or is critical. Uh, you know, it's it's you know it's one thing to put your blueprint together and and commit uh, yourself, but then having coaches to continually uh, support that journey, uh, continue in uh, setting and attaining goals uh, that that has really been a valuable component to this. I would totally agree, Vicki. I think um, that, you know, the one-on-one or the two-on-one coaching was really good and actually gave additional depth and clarity where even in a group, we ask questions, we think we know what we're doing, we refine something, and then we find that, yes, it's almost there, but not quite. And that's us. That's not them. That's us saying, well, that's not exactly what I meant to say, or that's not how I felt or, you know, whatever. But you all have really helped us with, you know, really defining it better. So it's clear to us what we're doing. It might already be clear in your mind, but, you know, we have to have it clear in our mind. Um, You know, the the goals are habits. I've looked at this goal sheet, and it really is a a combination of all the skills and tools that we've learned. And I mean, it is full of great and valuable information, but I will say probably my favorite part was the assessment. And um, I was lucky to have a handful of folks respond and I found that I wasn't terribly off from what I thought I was. I mean, some of those self-reflections are important, um, but I've never taken an assessment like that. I've done strength finders and we've all done all these other things, but this was the first time to really look at it from a different set of you know eyes or lens. And um, I found it very valuable. Great. Nancy, how about you? I agree with Anne. I my favorite part was the assessment, um, and also just feeling like, well, I guess I'm I'm not that far off, right, um, from my own uh, self assessment. And I think that um, it's not just about establishing the goals. The tools help you create a plan to achieve the goals and stay on track with your goals. And I think that is one of the differentiators. Um, we can all set goals, but if we don't have an action plan to get us there, uh, we're likely not going to achieve them. And so I I think that's, you know, the tools have been very helpful as, um, you know, a way for us to sort of structure that roadmap, if you will. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the the coaching and getting to that was 
a couple of things about it was, um, I guess I've done coaching before, but I don't think I felt this coachable. And I think it's because of the buildup of the foundation and the trust, not only being coached by, you know, the other folks in the, in the group, but also by Michelle and Tracy, but, and I think just being, um, you know, just the, the trust, you know, that I was able to, um, to have and the trust environment, I think that has been created to really, that, um, you know, that, that just made all the, that made a big difference, I think, to me. I think also about the, you know, getting to coaching and, and getting to those, those goals. Again, I've done lots of goal planning, but I think to, to connect them back to really what are our strengths and what is our mission and in, in vision in life and that um, seeing that intentional alignment of our goals to that. And that that's not trivial. That's, that's important work because at the end of it, my overall, my overall statement or, or ideal of this journey is about really being able to be joyful or to promote joyfulness. And so there has to be that alignment to do that. And um, I think that was something that felt really different to me and very powerful um, from other just plain old goal setting. Um, so I appreciated that. And what to me, what it took to in the coaching was, again, that unpeeling of those layers of the onion, you know, to say what's, you know, what is the fear that has prevented me before from accepting goals and really acknowledging that those fears and not being held to them, but being empowered to go above them because we've outlined, we've articulated what are our strengths and claiming that and what really, what is that vision that we have for our life and claiming that. Oh, so well said, Roberta. You know, I think I think that's that's really what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. It's about claiming it. Like you can have whatever you want. And it's just about stepping into that power and overcoming the the limitations, right? To your point, Vicky, it's the it's the stories we tell ourselves, it's the fears that we've had, and it's having that uh, vision of the bigger picture, and then all the tools and the mindset to move you the next step. And and I just so appreciate Roberta, your comment about being coachable, because this isn't about us. It's really about you, right? right? It's it. We're just lay out the path and that it's your journey and you are the ones that empowered yourselves. You know, we just ask good questions <laughs> and give a little nudge here and there, right? And guide you a little bit. But yes, work- you do. <laughs> but the work is yours, right? This is, you are the heroes of your own stories, right? Yes. And and I do agree with you. I think there's a, there is such a power in the community. And it, and mm-hmm. again, it wasn't about us as much as about bringing the people together and creating that trusting open space for people to be vulnerable and share and, you know, move themselves forward mm-hmm. along the, you know, the path that we had put in front of them. And, and so having done all that extremely successfully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout the coaching program, the accelerator program, the boot camp, like get all the way up the ladder there. Um, I think it was the power of the collective, right? That led to now you all, you know, participating in the court of support and, and everybody but one is in there. And there's a reason for that, an extremely good reason for that. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. But I think it's just that sense of leadership and having to be, you know, um, it, it's a lonely journey sometimes for leaders, right? And uh, so having that core of support and being a part of that, leveraging your tools. So 
Talk a little bit about uh, the value of the core to support, what that means to you, how that's really helping you to fulfill, you know, that commitment that you made to live that balanced and resilient life. Well, this is Anne, and I'll start with this. Um, you know, I think it's an opportunity to stay connected with these extremely talented women that are part of this small group. And, um, you know, we can have a conversation and sort of pick up because we've been together on the journey. You know, you don't have to go back to the introductions and tell the long story. We just sort of can pick it up. And, um, you know, when we're all in different places looking at different things and we do support each other and, um, you know, we uh, I, I first thought, well, you know, this is going to be great. It's like happy hour. We're just going to sit around and laugh and talk. And we do. And we have an opportunity to get serious to, you know, you um, both have been able to share, well, what about this new tool? Have you ever heard about this? And so we're still in a learning mode. We're not finished. Um, and I think that from my perspective, I wasn't ready to be finished. I still enjoy this group and, um, and like to learn. And I wrote a note on, you know, when I was thinking about this and it's, I said, it's like going to school and when you're done, you're friends with the teacher. And um, it's kind of like that. So, you know, you're still our teachers, but now it's more, we're friends rather than students and teachers. Mm-hmm. I think it, for me, the, the core to support is that we can continue to, because we talk about what's going on in our lives or what's been, what's been going on. And, and really I hear our conversations talk about what are those polarities that we're managing? What's that, what's the new way that we're, those polarities are coming up and that the tension that we're feeling or the uncomfortableness, I think the more we kind of are talk out loud or think out loud um, with the, with the team, we're still learning more about polarities and, and how to manage them. Um, and I appreciate when they're, when, you know, somebody just calls it up, well, that's what that polarity is, but in it, um, I think it strengthens the conversation. So, and I, I just appreciate us like, um, like I really look forward to it. Like I was at the end, like, and I was thinking, oh, so what's going to happen on Wednesday evenings? Cause um, I got, I was using this to, you know, really help with that loneliness or am I crazy or, you know, what is going on? So um, just, a, it's just a sense of appreciation for everybody in the group. Yeah, I agree, Roberta. I think that for me, the core to support is just icing on the cake. You know, I think of it as a, a lifelong athlete. I think of it from the perspective that, uh, you know, it's it's terrific to have coaches, uh, but in order to be a true success, you need those supportive teammates. Uh, and that's how, how I feel um, about you all. I think it's... Um, it's uh, so amazing to go on a journey with others uh, and we all have the same vocabulary and think along the same lines. And, uh, and then I think also, as uh, Anne mentioned, the, the lifelong learning, I think, is, is so important. I, I also was not ready to be done and uh, having uh, this uh, to continually learn and improve myself and and do it with great people is amazing. And Nancy, would you like to share? Sure. Um, well, I am um, 
as one of the things that I have been working on is uh, learning on focus for my priorities. And I'm in a PhD program in my last semester of coursework. Um, and so I decided at this point in time, I couldn't make that every Wednesday night commitment, which I really struggled because I too really enjoy this group um, as well as the, the coaching. And uh, I just need to, needed to do some exploration about really how do I stay focused? And the, the great thing is that the group is still going to be there when I can rejoin. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Nancy, Nancy was our boundary girl. Yes. She was setting boundaries. And when this came up and she set a boundary, we all celebrated. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's what was so awesome about it. Like we were like, oh, she's not going to be here, but yay for her. Yay, yeah, Nancy. she did it. She set a boundary. <laughs> it wasn't easy. It was really hard. I know. Serious FOMO. <laughs> oh, but like funny. you said, everybody's, nobody's going anywhere, right? We're all going to be there. So yeah. We're all it was, here. It was the right decision for you. And that's that's all we want people to do, right? Yes. Is make well-informed, intentional choices about where you're spending your time and your energy and what matters most mm -hmm. right now, right? And just balance that and keep moving through it, right? Because it changes. It changes over time. So you are you're just uh living the principles that we taught you. Yeah. Yep. And we're sending you positive energy. That's right. As you go your way right now, Nancy. Yeah. We'll be here. PhD. I'll take it. Yeah. Send the technology gods her yeah. way this week, too, because she's had some technology <laughs> yes. challenges. So we're sending them to you, too. <laughs> Lots of technology challenges in the last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, this has just been so great this evening. Yeah. And um, it's really fun to walk down memory lane and where we've been and, you know, where you've been on your journey. And it's really been such an honor to be uh, your coaches and a yes. part of that journey with you. And we all know that on any journey, right, it just takes that first step. And, um, you know, so kind of circling back to the beginning of our podcast uh, time tonight with you sharing, you know, why you took that first step. I think it'd be really great to close with you sharing with other healthcare leaders that are out there that are really, you know, trying to find that uh, better place when it comes to work-life balance, um, you know, your own recommendations of the Work-Life Balance Bootcamp. You know, what would you say to a leader that's considering it right now? And Vicki, let's start with you. Sure, thanks. So healthcare is such a demanding field and, you know, you can't give what you don't have. And this boot camp really uh, provided me with the tools and the skills, you know, so I can be not only the best healthcare leader I can be, but also the best person. Uh, so I would uh, recommend this uh, to healthcare leaders to take the time to, to work on you to, to be the best version of you. That's awesome. right. Thanks. I think, um, you know, while work-life balance seems a little cliche, right, and elusive, I think the boot camp 
helps you to lay groundwork and gives you the strategies and the tools to actually achieve it. I, I once worked for a CEO who told me there is no such thing as work-life balance. I don't work for that person for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's really important. And I think the, um, the, the work-life balance boot camp really allows you to do some deep exploration to be better, a better version, whether it's at work or at home of who you are. Yeah. Great. I was just, um, as I was pondering this, I was thinking about that quote that, you know, you don't let the, don't let the things that matter the most be at the mercy of the things that matter the least. And, and I think that's what I think this emphasizes is that you do have to invest in yourself. And it's um, because again, we need to be our, our best, whether it's those, those folks that we love um, within our family or those folks that we love, you know, at work um, that uh, you have to invest in yourself to be able to give. And I do think because of, you know, I think right now, particularly in COVID and all of the distractions that has for our healthcare system, that it seems like this would just be the worst time in the world to take advantage of something like this. But it actually, you got to take that leap that it's probably the best thing that can happen for you. Because there are a lot, a lot of um, pull on your time and your thinking and your problem solving. And, um, and it's ever changing, um, lots of anxiety um, around you. And so if you don't have some tools and intentionality about going with the ebb and flow of what, you know, polarity is, um, that, you know, you can get lost and you can run on the adrenaline and then just crash. And um, we don't want, we can't let that happen because we need strong and, and great healthcare leaders right now um, that, that have that energy and persistence to speak up for the good of our community. So, and for ourselves and our families, because um, our families are just as anxious and, um, have lots of questions, and this is really a way to um, to find a way to intentionally just step out of that and be your healthy self. Well said. Yeah, very well said, Roberta. I would totally and completely agree. Um, but I do think that, uh, and having you know, sort of uh, shared the boot camp opportunity with um, the folks that I work with, and. I have the opportunity to mentor a couple of folks and and one of them actually signed up for the boot camp and um, can't stop talking about it. So it's getting there. It's the experience and learning those tools, just as Roberta alluded to, they they can help you with, because you do think work-life balance must be easy, right? It's 50-50, 50 here, 50 there. The reality is that's not how we live. That's not how the real world is. And um, to sort of break that paradigm of previous thinking into more of this dynamic that sort of flows and um, and it's okay not to be 50-50. It's okay to be less than or more than and, um, you know, use the tools to, you know, give you some, some strengths and know where you have capabilities um, because it really is at the end of the day, you want to be a good person for the company that you work for and the family that you, you know, you cherish. 
Um, and I think this really, from my personal experience, this has been very helpful and um, very rewarding. And quite honestly, I'd do it all again twice. And you did. And you did. <laughs> <laughs> and went back through. <laughs> did uh, recommend a person and then I sort of sat in on some of the classes and I revised my map again. Yeah. I, and I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this again. I think I maybe get something I didn't get the first time. So I, I don't know that maybe I'm a slow learner, but uh, it was valuable for me. There's always, always, uh, you know, gr- goodness when you can take something again, because you just are in a different place and you just can learn more. Right. So we loved having you in oh, the boot yeah. camp again, Anne. Yeah, that's great. Well, you're always you're hearing it different. Yeah, exactly. You hear it, right? You see it differently. You hear it differently because you're not the same person that heard it the first time, or the second time, or right. the third time, right? Or life changes, and then you're like thinking, "Oh my gosh, now what does this mean?" Right? Like, <laughs> and it can change everything. You know, change a lot of things on your map if you have a, a life event or a life change. You know, so yeah, it's yeah, you can learn over and over. You guys are amazing. You are. You are. It's been just an awesome journey, an awesome journey. And we learned from you as Mm -hmm. well, right? Like, because we're all on the big life journey. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and so what seems to be, you know, specific to one really is generalizable to everybody. And as you pointed out, you were all learning from each other's journeys as well, right? And as you were creating your blueprints and talking about action steps and early warning signs, you're like, oh, yeah, I got that too. (laughs) You know, or oh, gosh, that's me too, right? And so, and the same for us, because we're still managing our own blueprint, right? We're still Mm -hmm. managing our own mindset roadmap. And just being on the journey with you makes us better in managing our own journey too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just filled with gratitude for each of you and can't thank you enough for uh, coming on Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast to share your experience. And it's just really validating for Tracy and I, you know, as we kind of put this together uh, out of a COVID really, um, Pivot. Yeah, to desire, to leaders, to leaders. desire to help leaders. Um, it's just been really validating to hear from you how this has been helpful. And Roberta, I really appreciate what you said about going through. It was starting with the foundation, then taking it to the next step, and taking it to the next step, and and then recognizing this is a lifelong, you know, lifelong journey. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Do any of you have any closing comments you want to make, or anything you want to share with our listeners before we close? Yes, I will jump in. I will also express gratitude. Uh, Thank you uh, so much to Michelle and Tracy. They are wise beyond their years. um, And uh, just do it. You absolutely will not regret it. It's completely worth it. Oh, thanks, Thanks, Vicki. I would say I am still not 100% sure how that email ended up in my inbox, but I will be forever grateful that it did because I like Vicki. Thank you. I mean, this has been a great experience and, um, you know, we're not done yet. We're still in the journey. Oh, no, we're not. We're not done at all. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I I just would like to say, too, is that, you know, really, I kind of logically, I thought logically that it would be the worst timing to kind of jump into this again and, and take up time because I was trying to learn a new job and all of that that comes with that. 
but it was just, it was such the right time. And I think that that's the thing. Don't let, don't let, don't let logic stand in the way. I said, missing logic piece you need. <laughs> 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 For that to happen. Nice, <laughs> Yeah, good job, Roberta. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need that nut. Like when you when you get the whisper in your ear, you can't let who you were, right, or who you are today keep you from being who you can be tomorrow. And that's what you did. You said no, 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 no. I'm not going to listen to that. Right? I'm going to. T- I'm going to just do this because it feels like I need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You'll you'll find a way. You know, we we are kind of in charge of ourselves, right? So yes. we'll find a way. Yeah. Well, that's so true. And you take care of the things that matter to you. So if you're not taking care of yourself, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. About how you feel about yourself. I'd just like to echo um, my thoughts of gratitude, not only to Tracy and Michelle, but but the group um, as a whole. It's been a phenomenal experience for me, and I can't wait until I actually have time to go back through again. And, <laughs> and I think the one thing I, I, I just have been so grateful for is your objectivity and those little nudges. Um, that you're so good at at giving. I think it makes a difference. And uh, I would highly recommend it. It's a great investment in yourself, as well as for the those that you live with and work with. <laughs> well said, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they benefit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank, thank you, you so much. So much, you guys. This has just been so much fun. And uh, well, maybe we'll have to have a we'll little have reunion to, we'll have to do and it. see all the wonderful things that yeah. you do, right? In the next six months to a year, and we'll have you all back on. Yeah. So have a great evening, and uh, that's uh, that's a wrap for that's Healthcare a wrap. Missing that Logic a podcast. Yes. And uh, we'll see all our listeners next time. So take care, stay healthy, stay strong, stay, stay safe. safe. Thanks, as always, for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com, and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.